0: Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, we're going to dig deep a little bit into, are you fulfilling your life goals or could you be paralyzed by them? Now, I've gone through this myself, so I'm going to be teaching my perspective on this, but then I've also had a couple of eye-opening moments while being up here in Alaska that I'm going to bring to the table. So hopefully this will be thought-provoking for you, and if you are not exactly reaching the goals that you would like to be reaching right now, I'm hoping this is beneficial for you and it can help you to move forward in your life towards getting into those goals and not being paralyzed by them. Before we jump right into this podcast, I want to mention a couple of sponsors. The first is the Get Better Project, which is my at-home daily workout program where you can do what I am doing at your particular level with whatever equipment you have. We post daily workouts all the way from no equipment at all that you can do in your living room to a dumbbell kettlebell workout and then all the way up to a full strength program with competitive CrossFit programming. And you can get started today by going to thegetbetterproject.com slash get better and you would be hiring me as your Personal coach. So that means not only are you getting daily workouts, not only are you getting videos regularly that are posted by me, but you can ask me questions at any time about your fitness, your nutrition, whatever you need. Today, I am going to give you a discount code. The code is All Around Joe, where you can get 50% off our program, our monthly programming. 50% off with the code All Around Joe. We'd love to have you in the program. My goal is to touch and help more people. So if that sounds like it's something right for you, join the program and I'd love to work with you. The other company they want to talk about today is Blonix, which I'm wearing their nice red t-shirt today. I'm a Blonix ambassador because I feel like they have the best HMB plus creatine product and beta alanine that I've ever used. Now I've gone on and off of their product several times over the last, I don't know, five years or so. And every time that I come back onto it, I get more gains or benefits than I had before or than when I was taking another product that was similar. So I'm sold on the Blonix as a company, as their products, and I only endorse things that I really like. So I think that if you want to check out Blonix, you can go to blonix.com, use the code all around Joe to get yourself 10% off, and I think that they have the best HMB creatine and uh, beta-alanine products out there. So there you go. Hope that you get some gains from them as well. The last but not least is Meta. So Meta is a product that I have multiple times a day sometimes. Well, at least once a day, if not multiple times a day. It's full of adaptogenic herbs, which if you're hard-charging worker, worker-outer, stressor-outer, any of those things, this is a product for you rather than having a bunch of caffeine, a bunch of energy drinks, uh, I'm sorry, not Blonix, Meta can make you feel like you've had some sort of a stimulant. And what it does is it levels you out, essentially. So if you feel like you might be burning out or you have burned out before, check out Meta at drinkmeta.com. Use the code joe to get yourself 10% off. I've had several people that have started drinking Meta and they get themselves onto just a rotational delivery every single month. That's what I do. And it's a great product to have in your arsenal. If you're a hard charger, want to be healthy, know that you're blowing out your adrenal glands with caffeine, check out meta at drinkmeta.com. Okay, let's get into this real stuff today. So preface here. I'm in the van right now. We're up in Alaska and Anchorage and we've been flying into these little towns that are just fantastic. And what it really has done is made me fit, think, excuse me, about different lifestyles because people live a completely different lifestyle here. It is strange in some cases, so much different than what we're used to in the lower 48 or even like in Europe or other places that I've been mostly because people are getting back to their almost like hunter gatherer roots. Like they fish a ton so that, you know, they'll go out and fish for a few days in the summer and they'll have all the fish they need for the full year. So they'll freeze it up. Um, they'll go pick berries and they'll make jam. Um, they'll go hunting for you know moose or bear or you know whatever else that they like to hunt for, and those particular things will serve them for the whole year. So we were just talking to a guy the other day, and he was like, "I never buy meat. He never ever buys meat because he you know goes hunting, and that's that serves him for all of the meat that he ever needs, or fishing for all of the you know meat he needs, which is really interesting." And the other interesting thing is a lot of these people that you talk to that are doing this stuff that are actually going out and hunting and picking berries and fishing for their own life seem to be very content. And I don't want to say happy necessarily, because I don't know that happy, happy seems to be just like this buzzword, like everybody wants to be happy. And it almost seems like, you know, the happiest people, are the ones seem like they're on drugs all the time, but these people seem to be living like a fulfilled life. You know, they're, doing what they like, when you ask them about their work, they're like, yeah, I work pretty much every day in the summer, but they're not ever complaining about. It. They're not like, oh, I'm burned out or whatnot. Cause they work, you know, for four months or five months in the summer or the time when it, the snow's melted. And then they either do something else that they can do in the winter or they go and they travel or go to someplace warmer in the winter. Um, but it's this lifestyle that they seem to really, really enjoy. And I'm wondering If we're missing out on something by living in the lower 48, I feel like in Seattle, I was definitely missing out on something like I was got myself involved in a lifestyle where people are doing things that maybe they like. And I got into something that I really like. I love fitness. I love being able to podcast all the time. And that for me was great, but it still got to be this treadmill where we're doing the same things over and over again. And it didn't seem like there was that much fulfillment. And those people around us were definitely not reaching those hyper-fulfillments, you know, categories or status signals or whatever you want to call it. And now that we've been in the van for 15 months or more than that now, and we've seen things like Alaska, we've gone all over the West Coast, the, you know, the, the northern parts of the states, the, the Northeast, the East Coast, the South, you know, the Southwest, Midwest, all of that stuff. We've been all over. I'm here to tell you that it seems like the people up here in Alaska are the most fulfilled with what they're doing, but it seems like they're living the hardest life, at least as far as like environment and weather goes. It might be the most beautiful up here, at least in the summer, um, but it gets really cold in the winter and they have to sustain and they have to you know, do these things that we in the lower 48 wouldn't really think about all that often, wouldn't worry about. Um, So it's really interesting. It's really interesting to think about and to wonder are we or have we been doing it wrong? So I'm going to go through a few bullet points here and we're going to see what we can figure out. The first thing is, do you know what you want? And a lot of people seem to think Think they know what they want or they have this pipe dream of knowing what they want and they think they're moving towards it but then when you dig in what they're moving towards is something that costs more money so they're out there making as much money as they possibly can doing something that they don't love at all but they're making a lot of money or they're making some money and it's moving them towards this mythical thing that they think that they'll be able to pay money for and then they'll get enjoyment from that when they have it now i think that's really backwards i think that if you're one of those people, you need to really think about what you're doing because you're probably messing it up. You should be trying things to see what you are really liking and what really makes you feel fulfilled and filled up to the top. Because you don't know if you're saving up all this money to go have something that you don't really know if you like or not, then when you get there, you may not like it. And then you're going to be like, oh no, what in the heck am I going to do now? But if you're spending time right now, constantly trying to figure out what these things are, trying new things, living in new places, meeting new people, and maybe you found those particular things that you already like, but chances are you haven't. I mean, based off all the people that I've talked to all over the United States, the majority have not, and they're not living these fulfilled lives. They're looking for something more if they're looking and they're actively trying things and they're on a path to finding what they might like then that is way ahead of most people and i feel like it took me quite a while and i had to really ask questions try a bunch of different things try different industries try making a lot of money try not making a lot of money try living in a van try moving to the east coast the west coast the you know san diego try all of these different things to figure out what really made me feel like I was fulfilled. So I've gone through this process, and I see a lot of people struggling with it, and I even coach people that are struggling with this. So something that I run into as a speed bump when working with people is that they aren't necessarily 100 percent content, but they are kind of like stuck with where, stuck in where they are. So like par- I, I use the term "paralyzed um, by their goals. So they don't want to move. But really some of it is that they're comfortable. That's what I'm looking for. They're comfortable where they are. So if you're comfortable where you are, then it's hard to really move out of that comfort zone to do something else. Even though the comfortable place has nothing to do with being fulfilled. It's just meeting some of your your natural needs. Like it's putting food on the table. It's paying for the rent. You know, every once in a while you can afford to have a beer, go to a movie, eat out, but it's not really making you like filled up and like glow and like help people. And, you know, people, when they meet you, they're not like, man, that person is like, they're on it. They know what they're doing. They're living a fulfilled life. You can just tell when you meet people like that. And I could probably count, you know, 10 people that I know that are really doing that. So there's a problem there, but there is a solution. And the other interesting thing is that if you are content, it's really hard to get yourself to do things in order to find what this passion or this fulfillment is for you. But you should start. You should start thinking about it. I'm going to give you some simple tip, tips that you can try. And they, they aren't making big changes, really. They're making small changes, really small changes. An example of that is like if you wanted to get into real estate, okay? A lot of people will go out and they'll spend like twenty-five or $50,000 on a program. They'll dive head in. They realize they don't really like it, but they spent all this money, so they'll try and do some deals, and then they're not successful at it. And then they talk about how terrible the program was. What you could also do is start really small. Just start looking at Redfin or you know one of these apps daily, every other day, in an area that you think you would like to buy a house, and just so you can see what the prices are, see what things look like, because there's all these pictures that are online. Go walk through houses on the weekends, you know? Talk with realtors. Just start doing these little things on a regular basis, and before you know it, you'll be learning things without even trying. So when a house pops up, you'll see, oh man, that thing is like cheaper than all the rest of them, and it looks like it's in pretty good shape. So what's the deal? Then you can investigate and just figure out oh, these people just need to move quickly. They got another job and they need to sell their house really quickly. And you can take advantage of those particular things. And during that process, you can also figure out if you liked it and you can figure out how you're going to do these things and learn a lot of people or meet a lot of people. Which brings me to another point is that you could also go and hang out with people at meetups and learn and listen. You don't have to talk to that many people, um, but you you're going to save yourself a lot of money then, and it's going to be way different than the person that spent twenty five or $50,000 jumped in head first and didn't really know if they even liked it. They just had this pipe dream of like, oh, these millionaire real estate investors. And having been one of these real estate investors, I know that it's not that easy. So you better really like it. You better really like it. So the question that we have is, is it better to live a safe, non-fulfilled life or is it better to live a quote-unquote risky life to have potential of living an amazing life? And the truth is it doesn't have to be risky. Like I just gave you an example of like in your free time, you look at your app on your phone and you go to open houses and that can be how you start. And is, if, if that sounds risky to you, it might be risky because you need to do a little bit of that over, you know, having a happy hour with your friends. But if you can't do something like that over having a happy hour with your friends, then you probably are not gonna like it enough to do it anyway and you should try and do something else. And you're probably just chasing the money, which is n- almost never a good thing. You almost always wanna chase the dream or the passion and then the money will come. Trust me, I've done both. It doesn't work if you just chase the money. So I would say though that you would wanna go with this quote unquote risky, trying to figure things out because even if you fall on your face, it's not that big a deal. But the question really is, is the people, and there's so many people out here that have a good job that they don't really like, but they are paralyzed to really chase their goals because of this really good job or this comfortable space that they're in. So how do you become unparalyzed? That's really the question. And for me, the way that I did that was by stealing or taking some advice from Tim Ferriss, which he talks about, I forget the actual word that he gave to it, but you basically write down all the things that could go wrong. And by doing that, you realize that the things that could go wrong aren't actually that bad. And the chances of them actually going that bad and that wrong are not very high. But here's an example. So, like, you want to start a business, let's say it's a restaurant. So, what are all the things that could go wrong, right? And these are just a handful of examples the worst things that could happen. The business fails, doesn't get off the ground, you run out of money, you have to go bankrupt. Um, you have to sleep on a friend's or parent's couch for a few months. I've actually had to do that. It's not that bad. My parents are really cool. You're, you ruin your credit for a few years and people like really get paralyzed by that. But there's really easy ways of building credit back up and all over the internet. We have all this information available to us. Um, you need to find another job. Like you dove in, you quit your job, you tried this and it didn't work. And now you have to find another job. I mean, it's really not that hard. And in fact, I feel like I talk to people that don't want to try new jobs or try new business ventures like this because they're worried about having to find another job. If you're good at your job, which you should be working hard at it, then it's going to be really easy to get rehired at the same job or in a new location doing the same thing. It is. We're in a good economy. There's plenty of jobs out there so now would be the time to try something like this, okay? If nobody was hiring, which uh, even in those times when nobody was hiring, you could still find jobs to do. Like, people still needed work done. You could do things, maybe you weren't gonna get paid the maximum amount of money, but as long as you're not living at the very end of your means, which you shouldn't be anyway, you know, it's like your house or your rent is supposed to cost like 30% of your total pay, but most people probably pay 70% because they're stupid, you should not be, be worried. You shouldn't be worried, you know, no big deal. Um, You should also be thinking about uh, investing regularly. So read the book uh, by Ramit Sethi called, I believe it's How to Be Rich, or I Will Teach You How to Be Rich. It has some really simple things that you can do, just like automatic uh, investing and things like that, that before you know it, you'll turn around and be like, wow, I've got thousands of dollars that I've saved that have been, you know, compounding for the last few years. I didn't even realize it was there. It's amazing what happened to me. So super easy stuff to do. There's all this technology these days you can take advantage of. But stepping back into the podcast notes here to make sure that we're staying on track, the most successful people fail a lot. And it's so interesting to me that people are so scared of failure that they won't even try new jobs because they're worried about having to come back to the old job. It is so strange to me that it you would rather be comfortable and unhappy than try something that may potentially cause failure but move you closer to happiness even if you fail at it it's a win failure is a win because if you fail then you're going to learn and i use an example here that like i always wanted to have a 500 pound deadlift so a deadlift is just picking up a barbell off the ground i wanted to be able to pick up 500 pounds for the longest time It took me years to accomplish this goal And you want to know how many times I had to fail in order to actually achieve the goal? Because every time that I failed, my body got stronger. I learned more about my technique, all of this stuff. It was years of failure, years and years of failure. And I fail in the gym almost every single day. So if you're worried about a little failure, it is what moves you closer to reaching your goals. You first of all need to go try things so you know what your goals should be and then you should be okay with reaching failure and being okay with like going and trying things and not liking them. That's fine. I know how many times have I tried things and not liked them and then had to stop doing them. I worked at Costco for less than a week because I kind of I needed a job, I needed to do something and you know, I thought maybe it'd be a good company to work for. You hear about it being a really good company. I got into it and I realized that the way that it works is that it doesn't matter what your skills are, the person that has been there longer just makes more money. It doesn't, and I found that the manager that I was supposed to be working for right off the bat, I could have been doing his job, no doubt about it, like first week, although it doesn't make sense, but I didn't have the ability to do that unless I just put in the time. So that was not for me. I realized that really early on and like I think like the third day I just called him up and was like can't nope this isn't for me sorry did anybody ever hear about that or did it affect anything I ever did after that hell no it didn't not at all but do I know that I will never want a job like that yes and that is a huge win a huge 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 win for me so successful people fail a lot. If you read a lot about successful people like Ido, you realize they fail big time. They go bankrupt. They have companies that crash. They do things that don't work, but they always look back upon those things that didn't work as a stepping stone towards the thing that did work. Even if they felt bad at the time, they enjoyed learning from those particular failures. So I know that this is hard. And for some reason, I tell so many people this, you can't really get it through your skull until you go out and try failing a little bit. Like fail small from the start, you know, start a website, see what happens. If it doesn't, you know, and if you get stick with it and try it for the first year, like posting blog posts and doesn't take off or doesn't, you know, show progress, then try something else. Try a different website, try a different business, you know, try stuff. It's okay if it doesn't work. Just try it. And um, I don't necessarily recommend going and quitting your job, and you know spending your life savings on something. That would be the equivalent to me of that like person that jumps in, spends twenty five to fifty thousand dollars on a program, and tries to do everything all at once. I don't believe in that full jump in head first thing. I believe in the try the little things because it's the little habits that are actually going to make you successful. Whether it's going to be starting a website, starting a restaurant, you know, running a real estate business. It's the little things that you do on a regular basis, whether it be daily, you know, every other day, whatnot, that are going to make the big differences. You know, if it's a real estate investor and you need to go knock on doors, yeah, you go knock on doors, you know five days a week, and you do you know 20 doors per time. You do that enough, and you talk to enough people, you're going to find some houses to buy, and you're going to get better and better at it it's a longevity game. So when I talk to people and they're like, yeah, I want to go do this particular thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. How are you going to do it? And they're like, I'm going to go and I'm going to make 200 phone calls a day for the next week. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But how are you going to be able to do that for the next two years? Because it might take that long for you to be successful. But if you really want this goal, then it's worth it to put it in, put two years of time into it. So then they're like, no, I can't. And I'm like, well, what can you do? And they're like, well, maybe I could make, you know, 10 phone calls a day. I'm like, hey, there's something. So now you're going to make 10 phone calls a day. But how are you going to find those people to call, right? Is that sustainable? Is that something that you can do? And then we, you know, can you do that for two, five days a week for two years? And when they start thinking about it that way, they're like, huh, I don't know. You know, it's like, if I'm going to start a website and I want to have people get traffic to that website and, you know, are you going to be able to write? two to three times a week for two, three years, right? 500,000 plus words each time. Um, Yes or no. And that's what it's going to take, you know? And how do you do that? It's not necessarily that you're going to go out and write 10 blog posts at a time. You're going to go and you're going to write, you know, 500 words a day, 500 words a day, 500 words a day, five days a week. Just getting that, strengthening that muscle and getting those reps in, same as in the gym, right? You go practice your muscle-ups, you practice your cleaning jerks, you practice your snatches, you practice your deadlifts. And as you like work on that particular craft, you get better and better at it, and you'd be surprised that maybe in a year, it might not be the results that you want, but they might show some results. And then in three years or five years, you're like, holy smokes, these were some super results. I'm so glad that I just stuck with it and got them on the treadmill. But don't get in the treadmill where people talk about doing things that they don't like. Get on the treadmill of doing little things that are going to move you closer to these goals or, you know, trying out these little things, right? Like if you go make phone calls for two weeks and you're like, man, this real estate stuff, I'm not interested in at all. It's not passionate to me. I, I was driven by the money. Then you know, you're like, oh, hey, there you go. What's next? You know, I did that. I actually put time in for many years before I realized, wow, I shouldn't have done this. I should have stuck with fitness because that's what drives me. That's what makes me happy. Um, But I had to learn the hard way. I was actually, it was in my face and I didn't realize how to do it the way that I wanted to in order to get the results that I needed or wanted in order to live the life that I wanted. But fortunately now I've figured that out. And for me, and maybe for you, um, you gotta ask yourself, how bad does it hurt, right? For me, I had to have my daily life be more uncomfortable then taking the action to change. So I remember I was in New York City working daily and hating my personal training job so much. Even though I was making really good money, I hated it so much that it drove me to making cold phone calls. I think I, I free what I had to do like five or 10 a day on the weekdays. That was my goal. So <clears throat> I would pick up the phone call. I started with investors and I started getting into sending letters to people that needed to sell their house and just getting better and better at having those conversations. And it was hard at first. And people asked me hard questions I didn't know. But I wanted it bad enough that it, I was so uncomfortable with what I was doing day to day that that uncomfort was worse than the actual discomfort of failing at these phone calls. So sometimes you have to put yourself in these situations where you really are uncomfortable in order to move yourself into a new level or up level yourself, you know, and sometimes you just have to make small baby steps. So for me, it was, it had to hurt bad enough for me, you know, to want this new change, but I don't want you to get stuck and have to actually feel that. So here's some other ideas. And like I said, it's the baby steps that you can get into that can also do it for you. And I want to give some examples. So if you want to get yourself in great shape, go to the gym five days a week and do it have the mindset that you're going to do this for the next five years. <laughs> Seriously, next five years. And sometimes you only get in three days or four days, and that's fine. But you're just you're going to go in five days a week, and you're going to do something. It doesn't have to be super hard. Some days are going to be hard, really hard. Some days are going to be easy, fun. But you're going to go five days a week for the next five years. Just go do it. That's you know that will get you in great shape, make you very healthy, and maybe your diet will fall into place after that. Then maybe you'll do some races. Maybe you'll get way more fit and you'll inspire some people. You know, if you want to be an author, write a 1,000 words or 500 words a day, five days a week. Just do it. Sit down and write. That's what, you know, the successful people do. And that could be blog posts. That could be a book. That could be whatever, right? If you want to own a restaurant, get a job at a restaurant. And have that job be at a restaurant that's like the one that you want to run or that you think it's like that you want to run so you can start learning, taking action, see what it takes. And then maybe a year or two down the road, you have the experience to try starting your own restaurant and you're socking away money in order to do that or like figuring out how to get loans and how to do that. But you know that one you could jump in head first and try it, but I would not necessarily recommend it. You know, it's one of those things that's high risk. That's a high risk one. If you want to be a real estate investor, like I already mentioned, this go to real estate meetups, you know, once or twice a week, meet new people, talk to people, look at houses on the weekends, study prices on Redfin or Zillow or whatever it may be. Um, talk to people as much as you can and set a goal of doing that, you know, checking the prices on Redfin every single day, five days a week, and going to open houses, you know, three open houses every weekend when one meetup a week, you do that and have a goal of doing that for a year and being okay with not like jumping and having to buy things right away. Then when you, when a good deal comes up, you'll be able to identify it. And then who cares, you know, if you don't buy a real estate, a deal for your first year, when I got into real estate, I didn't do a deal for my first year, it took a whole year for me to figure that out. And that's fine. People actually, when I say that story, they're like, Holy smokes. Really? You had, you didn't do one for the whole year. And I'm like, yeah, but in retrospect, it was great because I learned so much, but they want results so fast that, you know, they're trying to go out and do a deal in the first month, but they, you know, have been doing something completely different. You know, they've been working at a McDonald's or Dairy Queen, and now they're going to try and do a real estate deal in a month. It doesn't work that way. You got to, you got to learn. You got to, you know, you got to stress those muscles, those brain muscles and learn about what you're what you want to do. And maybe you won't even like it. Maybe you will. You never know. Um, but you just have to get out and try things. And you've got to be okay with either hurting a lot or failing a lot or trying to think of failure as not being a bad thing. It really is not a bad thing. I know that we're we've tried to wire ourselves that way, but it's really not. So you can change your wiring just by changing how it makes you feel. When you think of something that you're going to fail at and you get that feeling inside you like, oh, I don't like that feeling, try and drop it, okay? And what I mean is like when that feel comes, feeling comes in, tell yourself, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to let this feeling go. Take a deep breath in and let it go. And you'd be surprised. This really works for me. Um, if I have a feeling that I don't like, or anything pops up that makes me feel like I don't like it, I just tell myself, I'm going to let it go. Deep breath in, deep breath out, let it go. And it really, for me, this works really good. I don't know about the science behind it, but it allows me to rewrite how I feel about these particular things. So if you want to accomplish some crazy things in your life that you might not be feeling fulfilled about right now, try some of these tactics, ask me questions. Cause I've, I work with people on this a lot. I know this has kind of been like an all over the place podcast, but I think that the two takeaways are, you know, either you have to be in a place that you hurt more than what the take, the action is that you want to take to try these new things so that you go out, try them. So you get out of this contentment mode or you try these little things. You're like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm working the day job. It's okay. I'm not passionate about it. It's putting money on the table. But I've got you know 30 minutes a day to go and check the Redfin app in my neighborhood, in this neighborhood that I would love to buy a house and just check it every day, see what comes up, put in the alerts so they get alerts when new things come on the market. Then you just start to see them and then you can start creating these patterns and you can start doing these things like I said, like going to a meetup when you have time on the weekend or on a weeknight. Don't go to the happy hour. Go to the meetup and you know, walk through houses or whatever it can be. If, if I'm get, not giving your example here and you would like help with that, go ahead and shoot me an email or put it in the show notes down at allaroundjoe.com slash 206 and I'd be happy to help you. So the conclusion here is that having lived in the van and this fulfilled life for the last 15 months, I'm really having my eyes open towards these things, and being able to see them much better than when I was in it and being able to see when people are putting up these roadblocks in their minds. And hopefully I can help by giving this view from, you know, thousand feet above of what you guys that are not reaching your potential, your goals are doing so that you can see that as well and then start to make these particular changes. I think this could be really beneficial. I think everything is just how we think about it, you know, do think about it a little bit differently don't wait to be motivated to do any of these things that's another thing a lot of times people will be like oh i just need to get really motivated that's not the case man i mean like i've been posting these podcasts one a week for how many for years now i am not motivated to do the write up to do the podcast but i have a system right you know i'll i'll, I'll have a meta. I will get myself excited. I'll make sure my show notes are are really put together. I'll jazz myself up. I'll start to talk faster. And that will be getting me into the zone to do these podcasts. All right. So don't ever think, you know, that people like myself are motivated to go to the gym every day or motivated to try these new things. We just know that we've set up our life to do them. So we just do them. Some days we feel Awesome and motivated about it. But if you find the thing that you're passionate about, it it becomes much easier. So I'm passionate about teaching people. I'm passionate about helping people improve their lives, getting more fit, getting, you know, doing things that they love. So that makes it way easier. And if you're trying these new little things, you'll know really early on whether or not it is something that is fulfilling for you or not. So you can just go and try a bunch of different things and see what lights you up because if you're not feeling like you're lit up you know glowing with passion then you're not where you should be and you should figure out what that particular thing is you know so i hope this was helpful for you i'm happy to help in any way that i can just hit me up by emailing me joe at allaroundjoe.com or putting a comment in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 206 and I hope that this is connected with you. I hope that it's going to push you forward to reaching your goals, to being more fulfilled. And let me know if there's any way that I can help. So if you need to yourself, get your butt into shape, check out the Get Better Project. I gave a huge gift here. Go to getbetterproject.com slash better. Use code all around, you to get yourself 50% off. That means the program is only like less than $20 a month. And you get me as a personal coach who's been doing this for so long now, 20 plus years. I have a degree. I've been coaching CrossFit athletes. I've done all kinds of crazy stuff myself, including multiple Ironmans, ultra marathons, CrossFit regionals, all of that stuff. You can get by going to the Get Better Project and get daily workouts and help from me on a daily basis. So I would love to have you. If you're looking for a Major improvement in the gym by taking the best creatine HMB product I've ever taken. Head over to Blonix.com. Use the code AllAroundJoe to get yourself 10% off. And last but not least, if you're a hard charger like I am and need to make sure that you're leveled out, make sure that your adrenals are not getting blasted, try Meta by going to DrinkMeta.com. Use the code AllAroundJoe to get yourself 10% off Meta. I have mine on AutoShip. That is how I roll. And if you have any questions about these things, let me know. Hope this was beneficial for you. I will talk to you soon. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.